It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They hid Adam and the woman. They hid or tried to hide because they really didn't hide. You and I can't really hide from God. But the Lord God, look at verse 8, children of God. But the Lord God called to the man. Listen, try to run all you want to run. I can try to run all I want to run. God is calling what? Us. Saved or unsaved. God is calling you. Righteous or wicked. God is calling you. Male or female. God is calling you. Whether we have done what we're supposed to done. Or haven't. Which Adam and the woman haven't. God is calling us. The Lord God called to the man, where are you? Lord didn't call to the woman. Lord didn't call to the serpent. Lord didn't call to this, that. Lord God called to the man. Why? Because God put the man in charge. God is first checking with who's in charge. Before God looks at the mess, God looks at who's in charge. Whether it's in your family, who's in charge? Whether it's in your ministry, who's in charge? <laughs> Whether it's in your finances, who's in charge of that? God is looking at whatever the mess. Now, now, now. Sometimes, as a parent, you know, you know, and you know, you come in and your children have made a what? They made a mess. You know, I made messes when I was a child, and my father or my mother walk in and I have made a mess in the kitchen or made a mess in the bathroom or have made a mess. Well, you know, we make messes. As young people, we make messes as what? Come on. As adults. Well, God is looking at who is in charge. Who had the responsibility of keeping this from what? Happening. When I see children acting like a fool, my first look is not at the child. Who is the first look at? Parents. Some of us want to complain about what the children are doing and how the children are behaving. Who's in charge of the children? Who is raising the children? That's who. Well, God looked at the mess in the garden. The, the, the garden was in a mess. Eyes all open, forbidden fruit all eaten. Whole lot of things are going, God said, Robert, just the way I didn't want them to go. And God come in and ask, Adam 
where are what you now i don't know who god has sent me here to talk to i don't know i don't know but i want to encourage you my brother and i want to to encourage you my sister keep a watch over your garden put that down put that down what keep a watch a close watch over your garden you said apostle what does that mean your spirit your soul your body is your what garden and god is asking you see this is why thank you holy spirit lord is taking me very deep now this is why when it come down to throwing men and women into hell, which God says I have to do every day, Robert. He only takes their soul and their body and throw it into hell. Jesus said, fear not him which has the power to kill the body, but after that can do no more, but rather fear the one which at one is capitalized, which after killing the body has power to cast both what? Soul and body well what why is it soul and body because in essence what god is saying is that was who made the decisions in you god doesn't throw his spirit back his spirit is the breath of life the spirit god says robert that came from me and that's gonna what come back to me but your soul that's the part of you robert that makes the decisions to either obey me or to disobey me to either listen to me or not to listen to me to either hearken or not to, that soul that's why the bible say ah thank you holy spirit the soul who sins what he shall die my prayer for you my prayer for me may our souls not die in the mighty name of jesus christ may our souls listen and obey and be found righteous in the eyesight of god that our souls may spend eternity in the presence of god and of his angels where are you adam where are you where are we now, Adam answered, you know, because God wasn't asking this question because God didn't know where Adam was. <laughs> now, God never asks a question that he what? Doesn't know the answer to. As a school teacher, I wouldn't be asking my students what's the definition of health because I didn't know. I was asking them what's the definition of health to see if what they knew god is asking adam where are you not because god didn't know because god wants to see adam do you really understand where you are god is asking that same question today thank you holy spirit god says robert i'm asking humanity do you really understand where you are The same way Adam really didn't understand where he was. Many people today don't really understand where they are. My prayer for every soul.
under the sound of my voice. And that goes for me, too, because I'm under the sound of the voice of the Holy Spirit. I'm hearing him, too. Understand where you are. Understand where you really are. If we're not saved, Lord, let us know we're not saved. If we are saved, Lord, let us know we are saved. Lord, if we're blessed, let us know. Lord, if we curse, let us know. Lord, let us know where we really are because we can be deceived. We can be tricked. We proved that with Adam in the garden with the, with the serpent. So, Lord, we need you to let us know what, where we really are. You know, um, you know, I, I do a lot of traveling. God has opened up many doors. You know, we've got about 20 churches to visit in the great country of Pakistan coming up soon. Later on this week, we just found out one of the Babas that works closely with us has recently passed. I was looking forward to seeing him, one of the fathers rather, uh, but he recently passed away. So that's going to bring some changes to our plans. But because of this traveling and sometimes doing three continents in 24 hours and being here and then going here, and there have been times I have woke up in a kind of a haze or in a fog, I really didn't even know where I was. Wake up in the dark and, and, and have to think for a minute, what, what country am I in? What, what nation? Is this the Middle East? Is this Europe? Is this North America? Is this that? Where am I? Where? You know, may you and I know where we are with God, where we really, really you know, um, and the Lord is, 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 wow, the Lord is really flashing a lot of things in my spirit. Um, I want to go to the book of um, hold it one second there, saints. I want to go to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 15 and 12. The Lord is flashing something in my spirit there. 1 Samuel, chapter 15, verse 12. Now, to give you a little background information, this is First uh, Samuel, chapter 15, deals with the Lord's rejection of Saul as the first king of Israel. Saul, very tall, good-looking young man, you know, an impressive man, the Bible says, without equal among the Israelites. But he had a problem following the instructions. May that not be our problem in the, in the name of Jesus. May we not have to lose very valuable and very precious things 
because we don't follow instructions well. Saul didn't follow instructions well. So the Lord had to reject him as king over Israel. Now, normally when I teach this, it would teach it as the eight stages of ministry. And as I as I shared this with God's people, you know, there were eight cities that uh, were mentioned in First Samuel chapter 15. And the Lord dealt with me some years ago that each one of these cities represented a different stage in ministry. There was the city of, of uh, um, Amalek. And that's the that's where we receive our instructions from God. There was the city of Tulane. That is where God begins uh, giving us what we need. The Bible says in Tulane, in verse four, uh, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men of Judah. Your Tulanes or your spiritual Tulanes are the places where God is adding to you the people, the places and the things that you need to carry out the ministry that God wants you to carry out. Then there is, uh, there was uh, uh, the, the Kenites, the city of Kenites. Kenites represents a place of hiding or, or, or the Kenites. Uh, these were uh, individuals that had to move away from the Amalekites. God was about to destroy the Amalekites and the Kenites were instructed to move away from the Amalekites so they didn't get destroyed along with them. And this is when God will separate us from certain people, certain groups, because God is getting ready to destroy them and, and he, God doesn't want to destroy us along with them. So these are people that we end up having to separate from and move. But I'm not going to go into all of that. But I do want to touch on the city of Carmel in verse 12. Scripture says early in the morning, Samuel got up. Now, Samuel was a prophet. He was going to tell Saul that, you know, God wasn't pleased with what he had done and and how he was doing things. And so the prophet Samuel went to meet Saul, but he was told Saul has gone to Carmel. Now, Carmel was a city where 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 Saul had gone down to while he was in this state of disobedience to God and the bible says that there or in Carmel he had set up a monument what in his own honor and has turned and gone down to Gilgal now i'm not going to deal with Gilgal i'm just going to touch on Carmel in Carmel, in the city of Carmel, Saul had gone down to Saul, down to Carmel, disobeying God, had just finished doing some things that cost him his ministry and his kingship. But in Carmel, what does Saul do? He sets up a what? He sets up a monument in his own honor. And now, this, uh, the spiritual Carmels that we can be in if we are not careful, this is what we are thinking. We are doing just what God wants us to do. But we don't even realize that at in Carmel that we are doing just the opposite of what God wants. And that God is about to take all kinds of things for us. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. May we not enter into spiritual Carmel's. It's Carmel, spiritual Carmel is a place of self-deception. 
The Pharisees in Jesus' day were in a spiritual Carmel. The Sadducees, the Essenes, the Zealots, these, in, these groups were in spiritual Carmel. These individuals hung God on a cross and thought they were doing the right thing. Lord, we pray that you protect us and keep us and, and, and instruct us and we listen and open our eyes so that we do not enter into spiritual what? Carmel's. Praise the Lord. Okay. Carmel. There. You know, this is a this is a state that you and I want to avoid at all costs. It's a place of self-deception. It's a place of um, being tricked by the adversary and not even knowing that we are tricked by the adversary. All right, let's get on back to Genesis and get ready to close here. So, um, you know, Adam was in a place of spiritual Carmel long before Carmel was even on the map. And God said, where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid. Because I was naked, so I hid. Well, was this really about Adam being naked? See, see one of the things said no, and, and I'm saying no too. In other words, the real problem here was not that Adam didn't have clothes on. The real problem here was that Adam was in disobedience to God. This is spiritual Carmel. Because when we're in Carmel, we don't even know what the what 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 the real reason is that things are going like they're going, and things are uh, why we're feeling like what we're feeling, and why we're doing. We don't even know what the real reason is. Adam said he, Adam said I heard you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked. No, you were afraid because you were disobedient to God, and that's why we should be afraid. Spiritual Carmel. You really don't. You really don't know what's going on. You really don't know what's going on. May God open our eyes in the mighty, in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Then God went on and said, "Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not eat from?" Now this was judgment. And this was very close to judgment that God, God had a judgment basically at the beginning of humanity and God is going to have another judgment. What? At the end. And look at, look at what, what God, how God deals in judgment.
God deals with Adam not about his wife. God deals with Adam not about the serpent. God deals with Adam not about, you know, him. God deals with Adam about Adam. God is going to deal with you about you. God is going to deal with me. Come on, somebody. About me. See, sometimes we get confused. You know, we're looking at our husbands, or we're looking at our wives, we're looking at our sons, or we're looking at our daughters, we're looking at our friends, or we're looking at our enemies. When God is dealing with, come on now, each one of the saints is saying each individual, you. God said to Adam, and he said in verse 11, who told what? You. That you were naked. Then he said, have what? You. Eating from the tree that I commanded what? You. Not <laughs> you. <laughs> One of the saints is shaking their head. You. 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 Not your husband. Not your wife. Not your son. Not your daughter. Not your mother. Not your father. Not your friends. Not your enemies. Not that. You. 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 My prayer. For each of us. May we keep a closer watch on the one that God is dealing with us in regards to you, me. Because at the end of the day, the question God is going to have, did you do what I told you to do? Don't, don't come telling me about your husband or your wife or your son or your daughter or your did you see Adam's first thing said was the the man said what God asked him have you eaten from the tree and look at Adam verse 12 the man said the woman now I'm hearing God in the spirit what I didn't ask you about your wife I didn't ask you about your son. I didn't ask you about your congregation pastor. I didn't ask you about your pastor congregation. I, the man said, the woman, and, I, and that's, that's just like us at times. Want to look at everybody else other than you. And my prayer. May we, may we do a better job of looking at ourselves. The man said, the woman. You put here to be with me. She gave me some fruit from the tree. Well, you still haven't said that you took it and that you ate it. Because that was the command. Do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You haven't even addressed that you ate it yet. See, some of us still haven't addressed our problems yet. Now, we thank God. You know, even though Adam hadn't addressed this problem yet, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. Now, that is where he should have been at the beginning. That is where me and you need to be at the beginning. In other words, dealing with what we have done. Not talking about what our wives have done. Not talking about what our sons and daughters have done. Not talking about what our husbands have done. I ate it. I disobeyed, Lord. 
you know, I didn't listen, Lord. Ah, ah, ah. All right, children of God. Come on, let's get ready to close this message. So what we said, what we said the topic was, now look at how the Holy Ghost has, has kept us. I will hasten it. The psalmist said, look, I'm not talking about my wife here. I'm not talking about my husband. I'm not talking about my children. I'm not talking about my parents. Psalmist said, in order for me to be blessed, I have to hasten and not delay. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. If you want to be blessed, you have to hasten. You have to not delay to obey God's command. If your husband do or not, I will hasten. If your wife do or not, I will hasten. If your sons do or not, I will hasten. My prayer for each of us. May we hasten and not delay to obey our commands. Now, God said, Robert, deal with this and prepare to close. God says, you all want to be blessed by me immediately. We want that new car immediately. We want that new job immediately. We want that healing, what? Immediately. But God said, you all don't always want to give me obedience immediately. If we want immediate blessings from God, get in the habit of giving immediate obedience to God. If we want immediate blessings from God, get in the habit of giving immediate obedience to God. The psalmist said, I understand how this thing works. Psalmist said, I know I want immediate blessings from God. Psalmist said, well, then let me give immediate obedience to God. I Psalms 1, 119 and 60 for those just joining us. I will hasten. I can't promise you my wife will. I can't promise you my husband will. I can't promise you my son or my daughter will. I, I can't I can't make I can't make that kind of promise. but I will hasten and not delay to Obey your commands. Watch this. Though the wicked bind me with ropes, I will not forget your law. That is my prayer for every one of us under the sound of my voice. The psalmist said, look, the wicked are working against me. They bind me with ropes. They try to hinder me from doing what you want me to do, Lord, but I will not forget your law. My prayer for each of us. May we not forget what God has told us to do. In spite of our enemies and what they are trying to do to hinder us and to hold us and to distract us, May we not forget God's law. 
the faster obedience we give to God, the faster blessings God will give to us. Let's keep that in mind now. I don't want to receive a blessing at 80, Lord, that you wanted to give me at 40. Nation of Israel ended up taking 40 years to get to the promised land on a trip that should have taken 40 days. Disobedience will stretch out the time it takes for you and I to receive our blessing. What? Disobedience will stretch it out. Disobedience will delay. Simon said, I don't want that. I want my blessings. I want my blessings quick, fast, and in a hurry. And then God is sitting back saying, and I want my obedience quick, fast, and in a hurry. Let us give it to him in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. What we say the topic was? I will hasten not delay now. I want to encourage you. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to. Get in the habit of hasten and not today. God tell you something, let's get it done. Let's get it done immediately in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Close out song, please. I love Jesus. Praise him. He's my Savior. Storms are raging. He's my shelter. Where he leads me, I will follow. I love Jesus. He loves me. I love Jesus. He's my Savior. Storms are raging. He's my shelter. Where he leads me. I will follow. I love Jesus. He loves me. I love Jesus. He's my Savior. Storms are raging. He's my shelter. Where he leads me. I will follow. I love Jesus. He loves me. Since you can reach us through email at https colon forward slash forward slash thadfg dot com forward slash tccww. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes daily. On Facebook, join us on Robert Bryant. On YouTube, join us on the Christian Center Church channel. We can even be reached by phone at plus 252-525-4777. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on TalkShoe, Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. God bless you and heaven smile on you in Jesus' name. Amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.